Welcome to Geek Therapy, where we celebrate geek culture and mental health. Although today we probably won't talk about any mental health other than my own. My name is Osoy Cardona <laughs> with Lara Taylor. Let's talk Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Full Star spoilers. <laughs> full spoilers. Full spoilers. Get out of here if you haven't watched it. Save it for later. All right, let's do this. What'd you think? It was amazing. Ah. <laughs> Oh. Okay, so so you know I did not uh, come out of Force Awakens happy, yeah, because of essentially what what they did to to canon, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and that is what bothered me the most. And then second was the fact that I felt it was a New Hope beat for beat, right? D- did you get the feeling that this was Empire Strikes Back? In some places, I did. So that last so- paragraph of the opening crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think, so I think that um, the I, I've been trying to. So, uh, first of all, one caveat: I was gonna watch it a second time this morning, and my friend canceled on me, so I couldn't go. You should have so, gone if you had. I, to- I, I couldn't. I, I was I was unable to do so, but <laughs> I he was my ride. <laughs> mm. But um, okay, so, granted. So, so I don't feel super comfortable even talking about the movie having seen it only once, oh. because it's like. You know, like there's feelings, there's things like I need to process. But so, but but we do that. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do, okay, so um, it bothered me so much that Force Awakens was like beat for beat uh, a new hope because at a point it's like it was just very predictable. Mm-hmm. I believe that what perfectly represents I, I've I've come up with a few different ways, but but I think that what perfectly represents this movie for me is Luke looking at that lightsaber and just throwing it behind him. That it's was like, hilarious. But it's like it sets up the whole movie. It's like everything you think is going to happen, no. And throughout the whole movie, like that was my experience. I was like, whoa, is this going to happen? No, no, that's never going to happen. It happened. Whoa, like th- that was just over and over and over again. It mm-hmm. was like like. Um, like I woke up Christmas morning and all of my presents were a box inside a box inside a box. <laughs> right. It was like, Oh, what's this one? Oh, it's not what I thought. It's something. Else. Oh, it's not what I thought. It's something else. <laughs> so that makes this movie a very fun movie to watch mm-hmm. the first time. I don't know how I'm going to enjoy it the second time, Yeah. but the first time it was just surprise after surprise. It was, it was so much fun because nothing, there wasn't a single moment. Every single time I thought, Oh, they're doing this. No, I was so wrong again <laughs> every single time. And there were so many times where there's all these fan theories and stuff and like it throws it out the window but then uh, but then there's still the chance maybe maybe like what be, be specific like which one? Okay, so specifically I'm talking about Ray's parents and she's I mean the whole hype about who her parents are throughout since force awakens came out that is the focus of like everyone's conversation and kylo ren tells her that she's probably known it all along and her parents were just junk dealers on jakku and that she's nothing and comes from nobody important and she just happens to be this awesome force powered person right But I think he was screwing with her. But the fact that they, with the fans, that, like, they're just like, nope, you thought she was, like, Skywalker or a Kenobi or, like, some crazy, related to someone in the movies before. Nope, she's not. There's still the chance because he could be screwing with her. But I thought it was kind of a... a I don't don't think he's screwing with her. And, And the way that that scene played out did seem kind of like they pulled it right off of Twitter, right? Mm. <laughs> in a way, like it was the fans, like using the fans' words. But but I got what I wanted in that case because I wanted her to be not related. Right. right? I well, and the, and the message from that, like if he's not screwing with her and her parents really are just junk dealers that just abandoned her, it means a lot that just someone who does come from nothing can become something awesome. I think I think that's a good message. Yeah, Maz alludes to that in, in Force Awakens where she's like, you know they're not coming back. You know this, you know. I always feel like it's implied that Maz is very in tune with the Force, even mm-hmm. though she's not maybe a Force wielder. Yeah, like a sensitive. Like, yeah, force yeah. Sensitive, like she says she not... can see into people's eyes, but I think, you know, she's like, she's she's way more intuitive than that. And, mm-hmm. and she tells her that in the in, in Force Awakens. So, so I was absolutely fine with that. And... 
and with that idea that so so I okay so one of my favorite scenes is is let's just jump around right so yeah so at the end when you know when you're looking when 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 Luke is looking straight at us and is saying you're wrong about everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, like probably, he says I that was, twice in the in the whole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is not going to go the way. Everything you, you just said is wrong. <laughs> yep, and everything you just said is wrong. You know, and he's like, and I'm not the last Jedi, right? And then you have that moment where uh, Ray just like, poof, like the thing with the rocks. Like she is so freaking mm-hmm. powerful. I know. Right? How long did it take uh, Luke to even pick up a rock? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. So so. So that that whole idea of like the force powers and and so what I, what I was getting at is the that at the end you see the kid use the force powers at the end too, which was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like super subtle, right? I'm sure a lot of people probably missed it, but it because it's almost like did I just see what I saw in the like, theater I was in? Everyone went whoa. Yeah, <laughs> mine was a little more subdued, but definitely right. It was like oh that that just happened. But again, I like how subtle that was. There were a lot of really subtle things in, in the movie that I that I mm-hmm. that I appreciated so much. But that idea that now you know the Jedi Order may be done. Mm-hmm. We have the possibility of a ridiculous uh, amount of people wielding the force in in the future, in future did installments of the movie. Did you pick up on the fact, some of the people I went uh, with did not pick up on the fact. The books? So the books were in the drawer on the yeah. Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So okay. do you, what do you, what do you think happened? Do you think, so, so. I think so, Luke put them in there when he went and saw R2-D2. No, no, no I, don't th- I don't think so. Yeah, that's so. right. Cause then. The tree, but, he's like, the books, I gotta get them. The books yeah. I've never read. <laughs> That's true. The books I've never read. And then Yoda's like, sorry, fool. <laughs> yeah. So my, 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 if I had to bet money, I would say Ray stole them. Oh, if I, yeah. Okay. Right. And put them yeah. in the ship. Yeah. If I had to not bet money and get a little more creative, I'd say that Yoda's force ghost moved them over. Since he was the right? one who said, we can't lose Ray. We, yeah, we lost yeah. Ben. We can't lose Ray. Also, yeah. You kind of got to go with the one that you're not going to bet money on with how they went with this movie. Because I like, was wrong about everything. Exactly. But, I mean, they did show, like, Yoda's Force Ghost staff, like his cane, could hit Luke in the head. And, like, so maybe he did steal the books and put them in there. So so, so not only are we going to see Force users in the future, we mm-hmm. saw the – so the original trilogy, right, I like – Mm-hmm. The prequels I love because we get to see the Jedi in their heyday. We get to see force wielders. We get to see crazy flips and and all this mm-hmm. power, right? And we get to see Anakin as a like you never see Darth ba- Darth Vader as as powerful really in the original trilogy. Anakin is super powerful. Mm-hmm. Now we see Rey and Leia and Kylo and. Luke all being super, super powerful. And now the potential that more people will be powerful, right? Yeah. Like maybe they'll explain in the future that awakening, right? Maybe it wasn't just Ray awakening. Maybe there's a, a larger thing. Yeah, at play. The force is back, you know? Like it wasn't in in the original trilogy. It's back like it's more closer to the prequels where this is magic. This is power and we can really do some stuff with this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're right. That all those boulders that she lifted up and then like separated them and just held them there and almost almost seemed effortless because she mm-hmm. was surprised. She seemed surprised when she opened her eyes and they were all there. That that's very big uh contrast to like the rising the raising of the ship, right? Um yeah. in the original trilogy. I was waiting for her to raise the X-wing, and, and I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting to see Luke raise the X-wing or come oh, flying yeah. in on an X-wing at yeah. the end, and none of that happened because this movie subverted expectations at every moment. It's like we're gonna put this here just to fool you, yep, just to make you think that you know yeah. what's gonna going on, and that I I think that it's if if anybody does that to me, it would bother me a lot. But in this movie, I enjoyed every second of it because mm-hmm. it was. It was the most it unpredictable movie. Yeah. How can you take a franchise that's been around since the 70s with mm-hmm. so much content and then completely subvert expectations, make it so unpredictable, surprise people on every turn? And I mean, I'm usually I'm usually like mid-range surprise. You know, if there's something that people are like, oh, it was super obvious to me from the beginning and most people are like, no, I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I'm usually around like the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. get me half the time. 
But this movie was just, it's like you said, okay, we saw the ship. First of all, how awesome is it that we saw the ship? So Second, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and again, we assume that that's the same, X, uh, like an, an X-Wing, right, from many, many years before. I mean, that X-Wing in particular probably seen some things, right? But we, yeah. it means something to us to see it there underwater. And then just, it, it's still there. It's still there on Oct- Octo? Octo? I is think it called? so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, and it's because Luke probably flew that X-Wing there like he did when he went to Dagobah and left it there and was like, I'm not leaving ever. So it's going in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm coming here to die. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about... So, okay, so, I don't know. I don't know. You go. I've been talking Okay, about <laughs> so the one thing that is, I mean, uh, other than Ray's parents, what people were talking about about this movie was Carrie Fisher and it being her last movie. And I think they did an amazing job with her character and with the way they portrayed Leia and gave her a good send-off. There were so many scenes throughout the movie where I just started crying just because she was on the seat on the screen and like like there was so much emotion behind it like um when she's when she's floating in space floating in space ha- like not that far into the movie I'm like is that really all they shot with her is that all they got like that was it she's and then gone you opened the other box that was inside that box exactly <laughs> and I'm like crying and it's like she's floating in space and like it it looks like oh this is they're they're lingering so we can say goodbye to her and then bam she flies through space and goes back into the ship like <laughs> what the heck so i thought i mean i i love that because as far as I know, I haven't read all of the the comics and I haven't read anything, you know, that has come out afterwards, but I like she's Luke's sister. Right. Sister. So she she's, should be just as force sensitive as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She never developed it, right? She chose there have been stories, right, where she says like we chose different no. paths. I didn't yeah. want to be a Jedi. Um and in the original trilogy there's like there there is another you know, like mm-hmm. we know she's Darth Vader's daughter. She could she she has the potential. And and I've always thought like, wow, she she's a general now. I wonder how often she's using Jedi mind tricks to like get what she wants to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't see a lot of that. And then just to see her. I mean, she is in space, but technically she flew, you know, right. She, <laughs> she had like little jetpacks of the force in her. Yeah. like, And she didn't die out in space like she's. So no. it, just, it shows that she's. Super powerful. Oh man, I I, yeah. I love that because the, you're you're right. It's like wow, she they decided to kill her off early. I guess they really changed. Like there's this is why I need to see the movie again because there's mm-hmm. so many things going on in your mind that first time. Yeah, it's like oh they probably just redid all her scenes. They probably thought well you know she had an arc in episode nine and they couldn't do that anymore, so they decided to change it. And wow, it's disappointing. But then you're but like oh she wait, went off like she's bat- here for the whole movie. Like no, and and. She didn't die in the movie. So right. it's like she leaves. We Our last Princess Leia is a victorious Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, and they haven't killed her off, and I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen in the next movie. And one of the theories that my friends and I came up with um, was that it would be really easy for them to not do a whole lot of CGI with her if, like, she was just the, the blue communications. Like, she could be off somewhere else being command of the of the resistance and just like communicating with other people that might be something that that i would be okay with i don't know because it's i didn't have as much of a problem as some people with grand moff tarkin and rogue one but if they were to try to do that with with carrie fisher i don't know how i'd feel about that i mean the young carrie fisher like bothered me i liked i liked it because it was a it was a quick thing it was too long it was too quick it was really quick for me um but it it was a very i don't know it everyone has this emotion around carrie fisher the other scene that that got me was when luke was saying goodbye to to leia and leia was saying goodbye to luke essentially it's too much i needed to like pause the movie but i couldn't it was it was so like moment it was like it's so meta because you know that was the last time Leia sees Luke, but when you think about it, that's the last time that he sees Leia as far as like 
real life. Like that was his goodbye to Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Almost. And it was it. I was crying so hard. <laughs> I wonder I because of the words that they used. I wonder if he went back and like reshot some scenes. Maybe uh, in that part or some side. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Just to to make it as powerful as it was. Like, I can't, I, I can't imagine that being the actual scene that was written. And then she passed away. You know, it's just, it was too, it was too spot on. It was too much. It was too much. It was, it was, but it was the perfect tribute. It was to perfect. Her. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Man. Right. So force powers like crazy, right? Everybody's super powerful now. And like this new generation is. Freaking is... Luke stands out there and gets all those lasers. All the adats are shooting right at him. And then, oh, nothing. Because he's on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's funny. So when he shows up, I'm like, oh, he cleaned up before he came here, right? Because I, I was like, remember. I thought my friend was like, did he take his lightsaber and like shave his beard off? And I'm like, uh, he would have had to dye it too. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it's like, it was one of those things where he came in, it was kind of dark, so you can't exactly tell, but he looked, he looked different, right? He he did look. He didn't look a very like a crazy person. old man. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was funny because even then, and even the fact that he was using Anakin's uh, lightsaber, which we saw that had been broken um, before mm-hmm. that in a previous scene, I still didn't pick up on it. I was still like, what's happening? This is so cool. Like, I was so excited. And then it was when they started fighting and you see that wherever they step, it turns red, right? Because mm-hmm. of that salt. And that was so <sighs> subtle because now that you bring it up, I'm like, oh. So Luke was like gliding over it when he oh. stepped on it. It didn't. And I was like, oh, like they're showing that Kylo is like rough and aggressive. And, 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 <laughs> and Luke is just such a like he's so in tune with the force. He's just gliding on the ground. And it, when his foot moved, like they clearly show his foot sliding and mm-hmm. it didn't change color. And it's yeah. funny. So all of these things are happening and we didn't notice. Kylo didn't notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but we got to see like subtle flips. We got to see some crazy stuff from from Luke, which we didn't get a lot of right ever. And only in my head cannon. And then and then we got that awesome fight with uh, Kylo and and Ray in the that, red room. Oh, that was beautiful. Like so so I, I was telling you before we recorded the only thing I told you before we recorded is that the theater I saw it in was really bad. Oh. And so it looked really dark. There were scenes um with Finn and, and uh Rose that you they they completely disappeared from the screen. Like because there Whoa. were some nighttime scenes. That's how bad the the lighting was there and the sound wasn't very good either. So I see this red room where Snoke's in and I see, I, I, I know how beautiful this is going to look when I see it in a good theater. And I'm <laughs> so disappointed because the screen was not good. I mean, there's so many beautiful things in the movie and I did not get to see them uh, beautifully. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. I know. I know. But, but we got, we got good fights. We got good action. We got, we got, we got good comedy. Okay. Porg. Porgs. 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 It's Porgs. very funny. I mean, it's it's the combination of Chewbacca and the Porgs that makes it even funnier. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so funny that uh, my friend leaned over and said, um, Chewbacca's a vegan now. <laughs> <laughs> no. He couldn't do it. He could not do it. No. Oh, Porgs. They've, they've infested that Millennium Falcon. They're never going to get those porgs I out. said they're like tribbles. They're yeah, like they tribbles. are. They are, yeah. Had nests in there and everything. Oh, man. That that was that was so cool. There was, let me see, other favorite parts. Um, so I actually like that Poe, I like that there were consequences to Poe's actions at the beginning mm-hmm. and that Poe never got his way for being a hothead. Yes. I love that. I love that um, Leia smacked him. <laughs> I love that, that she shot him. Yeah, I love that Holdo at the end was like, "Nope, this is not happening." I love that everything, all everything that happened to Poe, I like because you could tell that Holdo and and Leia were like seasoned veterans, like they knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. and they they both said repeatedly, like, "We really like him. He's gonna do great, but he's not ready." Like if no. he if he continues and they were trying like this, to teach him. Because yeah. now he is essentially the leader of the resistance. He will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They said Akbar was dead. They yeah. said everybody, pretty much all everybody the leadership died. was dead except for Holdo. Yeah. Oh, that, that 
light speed through the through the through the dreadnoughts. Everybody went, oh <gasps> shit! And then the silence after it, because yeah. and I was like, oh, because she's going faster than light, so the sound is gonna, and then boom! Oh. <laughs> it was so so yeah. good. Again, such a beautiful sacrifice and it looked beautiful like the the blue light and oh yeah yeah oh man that was so good so good oh what else phasma phasma now we know what actually happened and she is not ray's mother (laughs) like we joked about (laughs) before (laughs) i i have a real um i don't know how people got to that one but yeah. So I so so I'll jump back and forth between things that I'm I'm I liked or, or didn't like. There are there were things that that I didn't like and kind of having Phasma come in for 2 minutes. Mm-hmm. I I didn't like. She's the Boba Fett of this. You're right. Um, you're right. You're trilogy. right. Um, you're right. the hype over the character without really knowing much. Um she does have a comic series and I do want to read that get some backstory so Um. (laughs) so so like the first movie there were so many questions afterwards and after Mm -hmm. this movie there aren't that many questions no it's just excitement over what will happen next that's Um, the question but (laughs) but also complete uncertainty about what will happen next Mm -hmm. like i have no idea where we are the only thing that we didn't get an answer for was who is going to answer the resistance call Mm-hmm. Right, and I am curious about like okay, so so okay, so one thing that I really liked was how Kylo Ren essentially so he did an Anakin. He did exactly what Anakin wanted to do. Anakin, so Anakin wanted to help people. He wanted to save mm-hmm. people. He was super powerful, and he had poor emotion regulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he thought that with his power, he could wield influence and control to make people safer and protect the people that he loved. That's mm-hmm. really, that's his origin, right? That's his reasoning. So Kylo is a little different in that he, he's, like, he's, the, the, what happened to him with Luke, like, someone was so afraid of him, and he felt this push and pull, and he was, like, his life was hard for him, you know? He, he couldn't, he couldn't deal with it, and he thought, if I'm this powerful, I can I can stop for other people having similar experiences, right? That's the way I read it. Like mm-hmm. I can do a way better job than Snoke. I can I can get rid of the past and I can I can things will be better in the future, but I need to get rid of all these things in my past that are horrible. And and but I can do good, right? Cuz mm-hmm. he's I, that that's the way I read it. And so by killing Snoke and having him being declared supreme leader, he was actually in a position of power that Darth Vader was never able to attain. Right. And and nobody in the Skywalker family ever had that position of power. And now he if he is supreme leader of the entire First Order, what will he do with that? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be this horrible person or is he going to be like a benevolent dictator, you know? <laughs> like what exactly is is in the cards? And, they did or, enough of a like it was one of those things where you're talking about where they you think you're going one way with things and then I don't like um he had the line like together we can rule together like it, I was thinking it, it was very close to the we can rule as father and son but it obviously with Ray it's it's different um, yeah yeah you're right that's close too and Luke had the same thing with with uh with him too with a like strike me down and I'll come back stronger than ever which isn't what he said but that was the it was a like a, a throwback to Obi-Wan and the master yeah, he said, I'll and, never and leave the master you. student. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which again, one of those moments where you're like, okay, this is it. We're getting the Obi-Wan moment. Nope. Force hologram. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So with, with Ray and everything, I loved, I had so much hope for him. Like she, I was like, Oh, she's right. He does have some good. Look, he killed Snoke. They fought so well together. And then all, and then he's like, I'm going to take this power and I'm going to rule and make a new order. And he started to have that like crazed look in his eye. And I was just like, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. Oh, okay. Now, 
now we know because we have to have a villain in the last movie. But again, it's it's the same thing with Anakin where his in his methods were horrible. His intentions Intention were, were not necessarily bad, but he still it's like Anakin. If, if Sidious wasn't the one pulling the strings, mm-hmm. Anakin would have done things differently. So now the only person that Kylo has left now Assuming that Leia doesn't come back in in any major form in the next movie, or at the very least, she she said that she, there's no turning back for him, right? She said he, mm-hmm. she's lost him. So I don't think she's going to be able to um, influence him at all. Luke is gone. Han it's is only gone. Ray. It's Ray. Ray is the only person left who can actually reach him. But she's in a she's she's in a different place. She's not a superior. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be really interesting. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is he the big bad now? Are we gonna are we gonna finish the Skywalker trilogy of trilogies with a Skywalker being supreme really? leader, like yeah. being the equivalent of the Emperor? With the way things ended in the movie, I think we will. He it, he was he went right back to being so angry and so ready to destroy everything that you know. Uh, let's train all our guns on that man and like yeah yeah, yeah. now i mean if they i, I don't i don't know because it's jj abrams and i don't know who exactly is writing uh episode nine or, or where yeah. they could go with it but like if it were more prequel ish right kylo could start sensing the force uh, like from this awakening and start recruiting new force wielders and to the dark side too yeah and have and the then, sith yeah, yeah, and then like rebuild a Sith, or or like I, I really like what Luke said. It's like, listen, the Force doesn't belong to anybody, and I even though he too. did establish that there is a push and pull between light and dark, mm-hmm. I, it 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 doesn't have to be binary. And there have been Jedi, at least great. I, I don't know if Jedi. they're yeah, I don't know if they're canon anymore. And but... that was the theory that a lot of people had that Ray was going to be he was going to train her, and she was going to be a gray Jedi. He didn't train her at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we thought the whole movie was going to be a training montage. Nope. Did he he said there would be three lessons. Did he get to the third lesson? I don't remember. Cuz I think he was one... so scared of her after the second lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking like when she went into the dark um pit, it's almost like she I'm not convinced that she was really scared at any point, you know? Like uh the thing that undid Luke was his fear. Well, and that's what my wife brought up as on the drive home from the movie theater. He didn't listen to what Yoda tried to teach uh, his father, which was fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. Which the 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 anger and hate weren't in Luke, but the Luke's fear did lead to Ben Solo being angry and hateful, and then it did lead to suffering. So, mm-hmm. the, oh, Yoda. I love Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> um, seeing, um, I, I like that at the end, Kylo and and Luke, like they almost had irreparable differences because they experienced the moment in very different ways from different mm-hmm. perspectives, but they were both right. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the sense that um, both truths that we had were, mm-hmm. were accurate. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right, that... Kylo did see his uncle about to kill him. And and Luke did hold back and was going to not do it, but the damage had already been done. But Luke did go there with the intention of killing him. Right? Yes. So, yes. So those, although ultimately he says it was fleeting and he changed his mind and he was in a moment of contemplation when, mm-hmm. when uh, Ben woke up and saw him, there was like Ben's reaction was, you know, not unexpected. And mm-hmm. now the fact that he then immediately destroyed uh, the temple <laughs> and killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And, that, and kidnapped the rest of them. Yeah. Like that's validation right there, Luke. You were actually right. <laughs> even if just for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way you went about it through fear was not the, the most effective. That so there's still not a, a lot- good teaching moment. No, no. It was a teaching moment. You, you didn't teach him correctly. <laughs> no. And then his reaction was just as bad because then he felt so guilty about the whole thing. Like, at least that's the impression I got later in the movie. It's like mm-hmm. he felt so guilty about what happened that he couldn't even face Leia and Han because yeah. he felt it was his fault. Uh-huh. And and then he just disappeared 
And I, I like that team where it's like, what do you think? A Jedi is just going to show up and take on the whole First Order? Like, that's not the way this works. <laughs> and I, Although I technically, know that, that's kind of how it worked in in the yeah. past. <laughs> and I like I know that we were geeking out, and there's there's not we're not going to get too much into the the like psychology and the mental health stuff. But um, one thing I did like was that there was this idea of in a situation there are two sides to to what it is, and when you feel guilty and you blame yourself about it. And then there was Ray's coming up with like, he didn't, then this is before she knew what Kylo's side of it, but it was, you know, you didn't fail him. He failed you. And so there's, there are multiple sides to a situation. And then using that, you could show someone like, Hey, this thing happened. And, you know, everybody's right. Nobody's, wrong about what happened and then also the guilt thing uh so i I feel that they both also came to a realization that okay what's done is done Mm -hmm. and what i'm doing about it now isn't necessarily helpful and maybe i can moving forward i can do something different and in Kylo's case, that was... He just wants to destroy everything so that he can start fresh. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? He's like, well, if I kill Snoke and then I kill everybody, then, you know, then I'll be good. I'll be free of all this. Mm-hmm. And then, and Luke's was actually redemption, right? He actually mm-hmm. stepped in and killed himself with, with uh, by using his force powers too much. Well, um, and then basically. and then Luke's comment about, uh, you know, if you strike me down, I'll be with you, just like your father that that whole thing kind of throws back to like you can't just destroy everything and start fresh the baggage will still be there exactly that it wasn't <laughs> though by saying by saying i'll be one with the force and i'll be more powerful than ever is very different that's not what he meant no he meant i'll be with you forever as in in your mind mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. baggage that's right this is this movie was so good and all about balance like even down to the detail of Rose and her sister having the the yin yang uh kind of necklaces yeah. about balance and the opposite sides of a coin where um Finn's going to go sacrifice himself for everybody and Rose comes in and knocks him out of the way and he's like why would you do that why would you do that and it's like she says we aren't going to win this war by fighting and destroying what we hate we're gonna do it by saving what we love and like so opposite sides of the same coin and the balance of that like yeah you could yeah oh it was so brilliant now that part Mm -hmm. is on the list of things i did not like yeah right after that because she's like the things we love and then she kissed him yeah i don't i didn't buy that for a second and that was kind of weird and it pulled me out of it see I I could see she kind of liked him through the whole thing. I saw some admiration at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he's a hero, but throughout the whole thing, not really. When they when they when they save the the whatever what are those animals the ones that were like the racehorses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was there was some there was some I don't know. I don't I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say she loved him. Like that's pretty like whoa, you're saying love before even the first date kind of thing? But I could see some feelings. Yeah, and he, I mean, he and seems also surprised about in it too. And <laughs> also in stressful, life-threatening situations, feelings fly like crazy. So This is true. This is true. You've never she been in a situation figured, like that. You've been she probably in... was like, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> exactly, because I'm about to die. <laughs> so, so, so Finn and Rose were the thing that I didn't like about the movie mm-hmm. their worthless mission you know mm-hmm. which th- maybe that's the only box inside a box that i didn't like hmm. which was they went and they didn't have to go yeah and they didn't gain anything from it other than the what i'm sure is a very very temporary liberation for those animals <laughs> because they're probably just gonna round them all up and bring it back and yeah there was like sticking it to the man kind of kind of thing um with the destruction in the in the casino but mm-hmm. overall it was it was like a it was like a, a wasted effort and i felt i felt bad for them because they went he, through a lot of stuff to finn got to kill phasma but that happened afterwards right so so yeah. so if that whole 
thing was just to get up to that point so that they're the only survivors on the deck <laughs> like yeah. everybody around them was dead <laughs> yeah like those are those are things that i'll you know i'll forgive them for for now just to, because obviously it's like that was in service of setting up the phasma fight and that was one of the moments where I, I think back to it and there's a lot of criticism that i hear about the transformers films mm-hmm. and actually this isn't really a criticism i believe this is I, I believe it's true that the way he has written some of these movies, um, what's his name? The writer, director. Ryan Johnson? No, no, of uh, of Transformers. Oh, Michael. Michael Bay. Michael, right? Michael Bay. Right. Where he comes up with these action sequences and then asks the writers to tie them together. And I felt a lot of that in this movie. And that was one of those moments, right? It was like, I need to have this, 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 this. Now tie me a thread that puts these things together. And that's one of those moments where I'm like, well, you, we need Finn and Rose here because mm-hmm. we need to have Finn fight. We need Phasma back. We need Finn to fight her. And we need to have a BB-8 moment where he's driving an ATSD. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Finn's look alone. Finn's look is the best is the best uh-huh. uh, thing about that whole scene. <laughs> um, he's like, really? <laughs> I think there is some, like, you do get something from their whole useless, uh, their useless mission. Uh, when you look at where Finn is at the beginning of the movie and where he is at the end of the movie. Uh, like, he was ready to run and and just cut out and try and find Ray and whatever. And then the idea is he's like, I'm not a hero. And then going through the whole thing and he's ready to, at the, by the end, he's ready to sacrifice himself for all these people. That is true. That is true. That I think that would he the the whole point of that was him finding himself and learning about because he was all about this is a beautiful place the casino the whole with the whole casino and I love it here and then hearing her side of it and him seeing injustices and and the rest of the things that happen because of the empire not just the violence but the the people being poor and the like the, the being treated unfairly and. I think he saw all that and and realized there's something worth fighting for there and that he and he was ready to die for everybody. Well, I don't see that all of that happened in there. <laughs> no, 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 I know, but uh, like you got to read between the lines a little bit and, and but it's there was some growth for him throughout the movie. I'll give you uh, that. The, yeah. the the growth definitely happened. They had to give him something to do. Oh, see, <laughs> see, but that's that's exactly uh see that's how I felt. Afterwards I was like, well, he had nothing to do because uh, as someone who listens to their podcast at more than two times uh, 2x speed, mm-hmm. right? This was the slowest uh, chase scene in history, right? This mm-hmm. whole thing took two hours, moving very slowly. And at some moments, like I was like, whoa, what are like, we're still, we're still doing this. We're still <laughs> like, they're still back here and we're still over here. That, that, uh, that setup and that kind of like, that was the majority of the movie, they were in that situation, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that in particular. But again, it served the, the larger, um, it served a lot of holy shit moments. Where I was like, they're still, they're still picking them off one by one? Like now there's another yeah. shit that's gone and another yeah. thing? Like they just kept losing and losing and losing. And, and, oh, I hated that about Force Awakens. I hated, so, so a lot of the stuff that I hate about Force Awakens, I've come to accept. And then they don't bother me now because force awakens made it and now this is uh now we're dealing with it right mm-hmm. I, I knew this would happen right? but i hated in force awakens that essentially the empire became stronger mm-hmm. and the resistance was almost eliminated and now mm-hmm. there were even less right there was no there's so little hope in the resistance right and but they're the spark that will light there's a spark that will send the light across the the universe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like, who is it that's going to like? Are the are the are the rebels as we know them done? Like, who is it that spark? Who is it that it's going to ignite? It's yeah, we're gonna find out in the next movie, aren't we? I know, I know. All these force using um, kids and and all this stuff. Like, I love this idea. I um and. You're right. There's a lot of there's a lot of misdirection. There's a lot of like now that I think about it, right? Like I I I read about the books afterwards. I didn't notice them when I saw the movie. But you know the Jedi the Jedi text that no one's read 
are 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 on the Millennium Falcon. So the Jedi Order can continue, but Yoda was like, "Yeah, I think it's time for us to end." But she, he also said, "Like we can't lose Rey." Like so, yeah. So what are you getting at, Yoda? Why are you speaking in riddles? Well, maybe all the time? maybe it's time for the Jedi Order to end and Rey to reinterpret those original texts. That's the way and, religion works. That's true. And, and start her own Jedi Order in in a different way. They'll make the order of whatever else, which will then be Ryan Johnson's movies. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's tons of potential to move toward, like, so. So at the end, right? There is, even though the resistance piece fe- felt hopeless in Force Awakens, it feels more hopeless at towards the end. The end of the movie is actually all about. A new hope, right? Like it, it, we see, we see the two sons. We see, we see uh, Luke in that moment. And there's Leia a message of Rey. hope. Yeah, all of it, right? Like there is tons of hope, but it's not in the rebellion. And it's it's funny because this movie, again, Force Awakens, I I didn't like it because it was like a new hope all over again. And this movie just like tore everything apart mm-hmm. and is putting us in. Now this is now I'm excited about episode nine the way I was about episode seven, and that I had no idea where where these characters were going to be at the beginning of episode seven, and and I ended up not liking where where anybody was right. at in episode seven, but now for episode nine there there is this new hope and there is a chance to do something completely new. Yep, 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 and so. Who the hell is Snoke? We never knew anything about Snoke. There's no answers. There's so many theories about who he is. People are like, he's Darth Pelagus. And like, I yeah, don't know. I think it's who, uh, Pl- Plagueis. Plagueis, something like that, right? Yeah, like if he's, that w- that would have been cool. You could have still killed him. And at least we would have known like there was always somebody there in the, in the, in the background, right? But there was no comment of that. There was nothing, there was no mention. And like we Again. never heard of him in the original in like in the in the original trilogy. Like he's that old and messed up. He should be around then. <laughs> yeah. I mean he could be from a race of aliens that simply age faster than we do. He could have been ten years old for all we know. I don't know. But who who is that moving forward? Are you gonna establish a brand new Sith type character in nine? I don't think so. I think we're done with no. that. I think we're done with the Jedi's, we're done with the Sith. And and then maybe you have like a a third um or like a third party that is really the big bad right and it's not really unless kylo unless it's just kylo unless it's just kylo but like i don't know like i don't feel i don't feel like ben solo he's not scary he's not intimidating he's not everyone uh, started laughing in the scene where he had his shirt off <laughs> <laughs> i watched girls so i've seen him without his shirt um more than i've seen him with a shirt but <laughs> there is I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, right? Now it's all just speculation. But, but the the fan in me would have liked some more answers about about Snoke, kind of like putting at least putting some elements um, into play again. Like mm-hmm. the Leia thing, really, I have a lot of. I'm I'm really curious about that. Like, is she? They've said that she's not going to be in the next one. So, so are we going to learn about her death in the opening crawl, or like you said, maybe we'll have some holograms and we'll have some communication, and maybe she'll still. Leia will still play a part, even though Carrie Fisher won't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's different ways to to do that. I can't wait to watch it again because there are. I wonder how much I I'll dislike the things that I disliked yesterday. I wonder how much I'll enjoy everything. Being now able that I, to actually see everything. Yeah, being able to see everything <laughs> clearly, see it nice, uh, high quality, high definition, nice digital screen. I need to go to another theater. Mm-hmm. Some good sound. Even the sound was bad. Oh, so frustrating. But uh, I'm I'm really curious about how I'm going to experience all the surprises now that I know that they're you know now not, that they won't surprise. They're me. not surprises. But then yeah. you'll be looking for details that you didn't realize that were yeah, there. Yeah, no, that's half the fun. And mm-hmm. of course, I'm also looking forward to the transmedia part. Like I want to read that Snoke novel. I want to read the Knights of Ren novel. I want to play the games in between. I want the new you animated want the, series. You want the new Battlefront? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go today. I'm going to go uh, pick up Battlefront 2, play the story. The new other story stuff that happens that is caught up with the new movies is there. I'm finishing up the prequel novel. Like, like 
now for the next year, year and a half, I think I think episode nine comes in summer of 2019. I think that's it. Mm, I don't think it's going to be a Christmas movie. And I know the Han Solo is also not going to be a Christmas movie. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But from here until then, I there's a lot of things in between that I'm curious about. Way more curious about than like when when C3PO was like, oh, you're probably curious about my red arm. There's actually a comic book about that. And there's yeah. a, in the Force Awakens, there's a in Lego Force Awakens. There's a level where you can kind of play throughout what happened. Oh, that's cool. I wasn't I wasn't dying to know what happened to his arm, which, by the way, wasn't red anymore. Right. And for so <laughs> I just realized it's not red no. in Last Jedi. Everything else is red, but not his arm. Star Wars Episode Nine comes out December 20th, 2019. Really? Mm-hmm. Then I guess it's Han Solo that's in the summer? Um, they've, they've moved them around. I'm not sure. But I actually wish they were all Christmas movies. I like this You know, every year. Han Solo is a, is a May release next year. Yeah, no, we get one 2018. We get Han Solo 2018. So in oh, six months, oh, right, in right. five year. months, gotcha. five months. Gotcha. Okay. And then we get, we have to wait a year and a half between Han Solo and uh, episode nine. Okay. Okay. Two years, two years and we get our answers. Two years and five days. How are you going to spend these two years? Uh, getting plan? on that, getting... On that uh, Harry Potter Fantastic Beast hype for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so just switch fandoms until until just jump ship. Or, come or back. I'm gonna re- I've been reading some of the comics. There's a lot of comics, a lot of backstory, a lot of characters. Um, oh yeah, um, like get play Marvel, some Battlefront. <laughs> get Marvel Unlimited, and, and yeah, you'll have access to not only every single Legends comic that came out for years. Okay, mm-hmm. from Marvel Comics and and Dark Horse, you'll also be able to get everything that is canon. That started with the. There's a great Star Wars comic. There's a Princess Leia comic. Darth Vader I have, has his own I have series. that one. I've read most of the Darth Vader ones. I want to read Doctor Aphra. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's, there's so many. Lando has his own <laughs> his own series, uh, short series. There's there's a lot of stuff. There's stories about uh, Poe's parents. So, so. I, I I agree with George Lucas, or at least I like it when he said Star Wars is a is a film for children. It's a kid's film. And mm-hmm. I always go into Star Wars like that. I go in like a kid and I come out like it's it's fun. I want it to be fun. I want it to be crazy. I want them to have magic powers and fly through space and I want all that stuff to happen. I like uh, Yoda having lightning and I have all this cool stuff because all those things like they they open up the world i love yeah. that kid like pulling a, a a broom towards him i love that ring i want that ring with the rebel symbol inside that has the little switch so that you can make yeah. it just not a thing yeah it's like you know you like you just flash it to someone so they they know um like i i i love the fun aspect of it. i love that idea that there are movies for children so when people get into like oh it's not an amazing film or blah 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 like like that's a i don't i don't i don't even get into that conversation or i try mm-hmm. not to anyway because i want it to be fun and crazy and just sci-fi action it's a space opera right those yeah. are things that that george lucas said and i feel that this movie does a lot of that and but there's also the idea that this is Disney. There, there is the transmedia aspect. Sometimes it's kind of dirty, like the red arm in C three PO. It's like you don't need to find out. You don't need to get that comic where it's described. But if you're interested, it's there for you. And I yeah. like that part of it. And I'm excited all over again to now learn more. And I want to see all of these things in between. And some of the answers that I didn't get, I want them. You know. And mm-hmm. and now more than ever, I'm interested because I thought that I would get more answers in this movie that I didn't get. So now I'm way more interested in reading the Aftermath trilogy, which bridges the gap between between episode six and seven. And I've read the first book of that. Yeah. And you liked yeah. it, right? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And and so I, I want to read that. And I want to read kind of all the other books that are coming out now that are canon to kind of flesh out that world more. And and I yeah. want to see this movie again. So Star Wars, you you did it. You didn't make me... You didn't make me think. You didn't make me contemplate new fandoms or ditching so, this fandom. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm like you didn't make me contemplate like the the life and 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 science and the future, like other science fiction mm-hmm. does. Because no. this is this is a fantasy film, right? And it's about the characters. It's about yeah. the characters, and I think that's 
so many people like my wife was talking about um why she's like why do they have phasma in it i'm like she's the boba fett of 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 this trilogy like people glom onto the small characters in star wars they want to know the whole universe they want to know all these things and also phasma is the coolest looking action figure in the movie yes yes right so i want that action figure same with boba fett same with same boba thing fett. with boba fett right i want those and then fine i'm disappointed in the movies um in 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 what the movie did with captain phasma because mm-hmm. we had small moments and then she definitely died. Like she's not surviving that one. This was not like maybe she ended up in a trash compactor yeah, and yeah, died. Yeah. Maybe she lived. Like, it's like let's was... follow her for a couple seconds longer. Let's make sure she hits the fire, <laughs> right? Let's yeah. make sure she disappears. So she's dead. But there's a Phasma comic book, you say? I want to yeah. read that. I want to know more about Captain Phasma. I want to know, and it's stupid, but I want to know where that uh, shiny armor comes from. And there is that like is a, a there's a story about the the shiny armor. It has to do with someone made it from a special metal alloy or something. Yeah, yeah. But cool. like, is that is that a rank thing? Is it hers exclusively? It's is hers this, exclusively. Then what kind of army are you guys <laughs> running where you could just have your own uniform? That's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I, I want to read this. <laughs> I want to know more about Snoke. I want to know about um, like. I don't know. In the in the previous trilogy, people would like they had the the trading card game and all that stuff, and people would be like, "This random character you only see for half a second on the movie is like the coolest person," and like they talk about it because they're in a in a book or like, and all that canon got thrown out. But now we have the chance to explore all this new canon. Yeah. Well, a lot of those cards were from the movies, mm-hmm. so they were. I, I pretty. I think that a lot of those things still apply. Because yeah. the characters are still, yeah. as long as they're in the movie, you're it's good. Yeah. And speaking of toys, BB-8, the best toy in a movie next to, I think the best action figure is still um, Phasma. Phasma. And Kylo Ren looks pretty cool with his helmet, which he destroyed at the beginning also. I was like, are you kidding me? His yep. badass looking helmet? He's not going to wear it at all? Mm-hmm. Why not? Please wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so like, like everybody looks cool, right? But we have two different action figures of Luke for this movie, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's all this stuff that, that is like, it's not unheard of that a lot of these things are made to appeal to people for, to want to buy, not just children who want to buy toys, but like adults who want to buy like badass looking figurines that we can put in our offices, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is part of the experience, Right. Don't hate on that. Like, that's just part of what Star Wars is, and a lot of these things are. I want all those toys. And mm-hmm. BB-8, we haven't talked about BB-8 at all. BB, uh, Other than, like, okay, so so he did a couple of things here. He drove an ATST, right? Which was the best scene. He looked, like, off. maniacal <laughs> as much as he could yeah. look maniacal. Like... <laughs> He did the. He had that scene in the at the beginning where he's trying to plug all the the connections. and then slams his head into the thing. Oh, yeah. it's so great. That was great. And then he shot all the coins out at people, which is that like, was amazing. It's like it's this pro, it's this long joke that was perfect because first you have that alien who's like this drunk, and- tiny alien who keeps putting money in a slot. <laughs> And then later on, he shoots out so many coins, you realize that was happening to him a lot. That just kept yeah. happening to him all day. He shot them like a machine gun and then blew out the gun. <gasps> mm-hmm. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was that was genius. That yep. was genius. BB-8 is amazing. Oh, man. I have a little BB-8 Sphero that I want to Oh, you have the Sphero? I have the, the battle damaged one. Oh. It's the special limited edition one. That thing is hard to control. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've I really, slammed him into many walls. I know. I wish there was one, th- like a new I should one. Put a, I should put a black cardboard box on top of him. <laughs> Just like in the movie, even though yep. it's not cardboard, and yep. slam him into walls. <laughs> yep. I like the evil uh, BB-8. We, we only saw him for a second. We saw him more in the trailer, I think, than we saw him in the movie. Yeah. But that one moment where he's like... His eye gets all small, like like he's staring at him with beady eyes. It's a, mm-hmm. it was good. It was all good. It was. It was a fabulous movie. <sighs> See, that's what that's what uh, this is all about. You go, you have a good time at the movie theater, then you sit down with friends and you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you didn't want to talk, but we processed a lot of things just now. 
Well, I'm again because I'm I'm I think I think that if I watch the movie again and we have this conversation again, my opinion will change about a few things. Yeah, and then just like with Force Awakens, in two years it'll be a little different. But yeah, but I'm not I'm not angry like I was after no. Force Awakens. <laughs> no, I am. I'm very satisfied, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I so my my niece, six years old, huge Star Wars fan. Um, I have to go take her to it. And my sister asked me, is it okay? Like, go watch it first and then let us know if you think it's appropriate. And your niece was very mad that you were going to go without her. Oh, my sister ratted me out. I told them, I didn't tell them where I was going. And then my sister, uh, my niece asked my uh, my sister where I was going. And she told her I went to see Star Wars. (laughs) Like, that that is not okay. And I asked my sister about it. She said, well, I didn't want to lie to her. I was like, you lie to your child all the time about so many different things. Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) like, just that is one thing, right? But... The other day, she made me write a letter, like if I was Santa Claus, who were like, "You lie to your child all the time, and you couldn't, you couldn't save me this one like uncomfortable moment." Let me just, just take say you went to the movies. That's not lying. <sighs> you could have gone to see Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could have been no, but she. This is this is not okay. I don't I don't like I don't like that she did this. But so I, I so I I think that the only thing I'm going to warn my sister about the only thing that's weird for like. Maybe a six-year-old to watch. I think is like the alien that that gets milked. Oh yeah, that's the only thing where I'm that like, should so I cover weird. her eyes? <laughs> and then, like, what do you want me and to then do? like, and then he just stares at Ray and drinks the milk. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pouring down his beard. <laughs> yeah, Crazy so I think I think ben. the movie's okay, right, for a six-year-old. Yeah, but I think this is this movie is is made for children. I think that's a silly part. I just need to see what my sister thinks. Maybe I'll just cover my, my niece's eyes during that part. And then we're, it's quick. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's also not, not like a scary film. No, Revenge of the Sith was a very, like yeah. that one is kind of, there's a lot of dark themes in that one. Yep. And it's kind of scary, but I think this is in the same vein as the original yeah. trilogy where even, it was even mostly... force awakens with the giant snoke like yeah. even that was like this snoke is very like down to earth because he's <laughs> he's down a... to earth he's a chill guy he's just like lounging in his throne room you know he's and just, then gets just one of us stabbed with a lightsaber you know with his <laughs> ugly face <laughs> i need to see i need to see this again uh, all right yeah they, this was this was a good talk this was very good I'm gonna mm-hmm. put this out immediately so <laughs> so others can uh, add this to the queue of a million Star Wars reaction uh, podcasts that they listen to this weekend. And don't well if you got this far, you you already listened to all our spoilers, but don't tell people to listen to it until they've watched the movie. Of course, of course. Um, and just a quick wrap up on our community team up week. This went very well. Uh, we, yeah, it did. We officially launched our Patreon on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then on Tuesday, uh, we asked people to review all of our podcasts. We got mm-hmm. more reviews, which is fantastic. And I was going to read some on the show, and I I did not bring them with me. Oh, I'm not. I don't have them at the ready. So I'll maybe next for, time. I'll leave that for later. And then we did uh, follows on Tuesday, on Wednesday. I mean, so mm-hmm. like follow our social media accounts. We got more people everywhere, including in the Facebook group, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday. Just like tell a friend, just tell someone about us. Just like word and of mouth. And we got some, kind of we got some more people joining the group that day because people told them about. Ironically, it. yeah, that was like the offline version, and more people came online, which is good, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. And then today, this morning, I just, which is Friday, I I asked people to like just share a story or something with hashtag Geek Therapy Online. I wrote a, I wrote what I believe is a clever and funny email. I think it was clever. You, you can tell me clever. if you thought it was clever. Don't tell me if you didn't think it was clever. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've been sharing stories with the hashtag Geek Therapy online. So, so they exist forever now on the internet. I invite everyone to do the same, not only today, but just like moving forward. It's a, it's a really good way for us to, for anybody to connect, right? Because people use the phrase Geek Therapy in very different ways means different things to different people and I always like I'm always monitoring for it and I like that it is out there and that I can find different people who kind of just that phrase they use it in a, in, in kind of different ways but uh, it's fun to find different people doing that so 
I invite everybody to use it today and moving forward. Just uh, hashtag geek therapy when it feels right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that's it. Uh, Any closing words? Star Wars. All right. Perfect. (laughs) For more geek therapy, visit geektherapy.com. We're at geek therapy on Twitter and everywhere. Just look up geek therapy. Look for that green logo. So do you want to record next week? We could we could do some we do could do some next week. Okay, good. Because mm-hmm. I keep saying this is the last one before we come back in January, but <laughs> I don't want to stop. I don't want to ever have a break for geek therapy again, even if it's just like a ten or fifteen minute uh, check in for a week. Um, yeah, I want to. We, I wanna we got holidays coming up, but they're on Mondays, so they are on Mondays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. And then definitely everything is in place to to relaunch uh the podcast in january Ooh, so excited. exciting i am excited okay again thank you everybody for your support this week we'll see you online and we'll catch you next time you've just listened to geek therapy on the geek therapy podcast network for more about geek therapy and our other podcast visit geektherapy.com